Our next guest is a well-known fighter for freedom. Uh, he has certainly been on the front lines. He was a former top official in the White House, the Department of Defense, where he was chief of staff, also in the intelligence community and the Department of Justice. Uh, and he has written a very powerful book. It is called Government Gangsters, the Deep State, the Truth and the Battle for Our Democracy. He has been there right on the front lines. I'm a big fan of his, and I'm so happy he's here on the show. Cash Patel. Cash, thank you so much for being here. Hey, thanks so much for having me on the show, and it's it's great to be on home programming. I'm born and raised in New York. I moved away some time ago, but it's so nice to hear you talking about our brave men and women on the NYPD. Thank you very much, Cash. And I know that you're a big supporter of law enforcement. You're also a big supporter of American justice, but justice for all and fair justice for all. Uh, your book, uh, this is called Government Gangsters. First of all, uh, they were trying to fight you from it, from it getting out there. I know there was a big, big battle. Uh, talk about that if you could, Cash. What kind of hoops you had to go through and why were they blocking you so bad from getting this book out, which I'm glad is getting a lot of coverage. Well deserved. Thanks so much for letting me talk about it. Yeah, look, all I wanted to do for my 16 years in government, as everybody else that goes in, is to serve. Not everybody. The corrupt leaders don't. And when you start talking about the truth and exposing their corruption and their lies and their two-tier system of justice, the Biden administration put a 10-month blockade on my manuscript because as a government official, I have to submit it to them, which is no problem. But a process that takes two months took me 10 months in a federal lawsuit. And their reasoning was, oh, classification and privacy. And when it was all said and done and we won in federal court, they classified less than 0.05% of this book under redactions. It was a hoax. And I name names. I name every government gangster, Republican and Democrat. It's not a political mission. Restoring our system of justice in this country and our intelligence community is to protect Americans. And they just didn't want to hear it. The Trump case. Boy, uh, front row and center. I got to get your reaction to that cash, because sure enough, you've been living it. You were there with Trump through all of this. Um, Mm -hmm. Your reaction to what's happening even on the civil case today. Yeah, that just shows you the two-tier system of justice that Merrick Garland, Christopher Ray, Rod Rosenstein have created is in state civil court as well. As a former national security prosecutor and public defender, it was disgraceful for this judge to come out and advertise false information to prejudice the uh, American public and again rig another election with his false facts, knowing them to be false, and then slide in his legal decision at the end to cut out most of the case and gut Letitia James's baseless prosecution on the statute of limitations, something he should have led with. And that just shows you that the fake news lopped it all up and got the headline they wanted. Donald Trump is going to be robbed of his um, ability to make money in New York. This case is going to be appealed. And Americans and New Yorkers are seeing this what it is. They are attacking us with lawfare. And unless we expose them and fix the system, they're going to come after all of us. How big is the deep state? I mean, how pervasive? And I know in your book, you name names on both sides, but how widespread is it? And how come nobody blew the lid off it before? Well, I'll start with the latter. It's simple. The deep state is so big and entrenched that in order to succeed in the swamp in Washington, D.C., you have to protect each other and your institution's name. So when you get out, you can have your golden parachute and seven-figure payday. And these people just cobbled it together. And when President Trump came in, they grew by exponential numbers. It's everywhere in every agency and department. And that's not to say there's not brave men and women serving in all those agencies and departments. The overwhelming majority do so. But the leadership 
um, has corrupted them. And what they want is the ability to drown out and get Trump, just like this prosecutor campaigned on. And they will rig presidential elections based on false information with their conspirators in the media. The deep state is everywhere. It's out in the public now. And they don't care because no one is going to hold them accountable unless Donald Trump is back in the White House. And they can't they cannot have that because we will get them all if that happens. You know, um, you bring up a great point because they do seem to be just operating out in the open. They don't seem to you know, have any sense of a repercussion or anything. Where are the good guys who are supposed to yeah. be standing up for the Constitution like you? You know, we've got some brave whistleblowers, and I'm proud to be supporting them. And you see the information that comes out. You see how Hunter Biden was given preferential treatment. You see how Merrick Garland goes out and lies to the world and says no one no one was blocking the Hunter Biden uh, investigation. Well, we now know that is a total lie. And you see how the classified documents case is being handled. Where is Joe Biden's indictment? He was the one who, as vice president, had no authorization to possess that information, unlike Donald Trump as president with presidential privilege and authority. People are seeing it. It's not about President Trump, whether you like him personally or not. It's about whether or not our system of justice survives. And if we don't win in 2024, um, I think Americans are seeing that we're going to be looking like a dictatorship. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Um, Cash, what are your thoughts about Jamal Bowman and, and the pulling of the alarm? And a lot of people are equating that he should be have some repercussion to him? Because look what happened to the people, anybody who was near the Capitol on January 6th. Well, I'll just give you the facts as this Justice Department has brought it. 325 defendants on January 6th have been charged and convicted of obstructing an official congressional proceeding, United States Code 1512. This man used a fire alarm next to 17 fire alarm windows and is claiming as a principal of a high school he didn't know that that fire alarm was going to go off. And he did so right before an effort to vote on a continuing resolution that the Democrats wanted delayed. And that is the definition of obstructing an official proceeding. And his lies are now coming out. And the Democrats are giving him a hall pass. And this is a two-tier system of justice on blast. If he's not prosecuted, and I don't think he will be, because Merrick Garland does not want to go after Democrats, Americans are going to see that they have, they have concrete a two-tier system of justice. Yeah, it seems to be a, a scene, though, however, that seems to be happening over and over again um, as so many people are watching and going, wait a minute, where is fairness? It should be colorblind, as we all know, mm-hmm. um, and it should not depend on your political bearing. I, I want to also ask you, Cash, and I've seen you talk about it this for, before, so that's why I want to have you on my show about this, too, about did President Trump also, um, as we're talking about January 6th, You Mm -hmm. were in some meetings, right? Uh, Refresh my memory. I just want to make sure because I think this is so powerful. We've had a number of people call and ask over the years. Talk about January 6th. What information did he give before then in terms of national security, in terms of saying, hey, let's call out the National Guard or bring extra security that day? Am I correct that he actually he did want individuals out there, extra security, um, and he didn't get them? We know that um, even Stephen's son, the Capitol Hill police, 
uh, said there were some requests and that they were turned down by Pelosi's office. He absolutely did. As chief of staff of DOD, I was in the Oval Office two days before January 6th, where Donald Trump as president authorized under the law 10 to 20,000 National Guardsmen and women. I sent my DOD leadership team to Pelosi and Bauer because the law requires not just a presidential authorization, but a request from the mayor or governor or local authority here, Pelosi and Bowser, in charge of D.C. and the Capitol Police. They put in writing. We do not want any additional National Guardsmen and women. And the powerful thing about government gangsters is not just that story. I provide the government documents and receipts in the back of the book. Bowser's letter refusing it. Mayor Pelosi, excuse me, Pelosi and the Capitol Police declination of National Guard in her own words, in their own timeline. And this is just another example, just like Russiagate and so many things before, where the media is willing to lie and, and tell falsehoods about the law and President Trump just because President Trump did it. Just think how different it would have been if 10,000 of my National Guardsmen and women would have been there before January 6th. They wanted the political scene. They got it so they can use this insurrection narrative, which is totally false, to rig another presidential election. I'm glad America's waking up, and the least I could do is write about it. But more than that, give America the documentation so they can see it for themselves. It's all in the book. Is there any doubt in your mind that Pelosi knew? Because uh, there's no way that her, her office is going to turn it down without her knowing. It absolutely went to her in the Capitol Police timeline that I put in there with the Capitol Police sergeant at arms and chief of police's own words says they went to the Speaker of the House and she refused to give them the authority to request the National Guard's men and women. It is black and white. And right now she's out there running around lying, saying, where, the, where was the National Guard's men and women? Mayor, uh, Mayor Bowser and Speaker Pelosi at the time refused, and the law requires it. And that's the point. People just think, oh, why didn't Donald Trump unilaterally deploy armed military personnel? Because it's illegal to do that. And the National Guard, you see them everywhere in sporting events and every other thing. Governors and mayors, disaster relief, we provide it all the time. All they have to do is make the request. And Donald Trump had the foresight to authorize it beforehand, and they shut him down. Wow, 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 wow. Everybody, we are talking to Cash Patel, of course, who had a front row seat to history and has been in so many pivotal positions in the Trump administration and others. Uh, His new book is called Government Gangsters, the Deep State, the Truth and the Battle for Our Democracy just came out. Uh, You know, Cash, it's like if you would if you had written this book a couple of years ago, they go, oh, it's a it's a spy thriller. Now it's like, boy, he's spot on, Um, you know, and you lived it. So, you know, it. Um, Where did a guy, as you talked about at the beginning, uh, you're a New Yorker, um, you know, Mm -hmm. you went to law school in New York. Where did a guy uh, get those kind of guts uh, to stand up and blow the lid off so many of these things that you've done in the book and you've courageously done uh, during your time in the administration and afterwards? You know, it's just a simple thing about being in a New Yorker, serving the mission, serving your community, being the son of immigrants, getting an education and putting others first. It's really simple. And when you go into government to serve, it's a privilege. It's not a right. So you can go print money off the backs of American taxpayer dollars and ruin our system of justice. You've seen what's happening at the border. You've seen what's going on with crime. That's just one example when you have a commander in chief in Joe Biden who cares more about weaponizing, politicizing justice than meeting it out. And so the least we can do and that I can do is take my 16 years and put it out there on blast and provide the solutions. More importantly, Government Gangsters has the solutions in all levers of government to reform and demolish the deep state. But We can't do it alone with the people in government. America has to be educated and go to the polls and talk to their communities and say, you were lied about to the 51 Intel letter, impeachment one, two, Russiagate, 
And you bet your bottom dollar they're working on the next narrative, and we have to preempt them. And that's the point. Put the mission first in government gangsters. And uh, President Trump uh, even said of government gangsters, as you know, it's a brilliant roadmap. And he said, we will use this blueprint to help us take back the White House and remove these gangsters from all of government. Uh, would you want to go back again, too? If he goes back, would you go back, Cash? <laughs> Uh, the mission, the mission, my mission is putting him out there and educating the public and putting him back in the Oval. It was an honor to serve him, and I would be, I would be thrilled at another opportunity not to just serve him, but to serve the American public and show them what a United States government without corruption can do for our communities, our border, our national security, and more importantly, to stop the never-ending wars that we commit so much blood and treasure to and get nothing out of it. We got 55,000 homeless veterans in this country, and we're sending $120 billion to the Ukraine. That is beyond unacceptable. Yeah, there are so many issues out there, as you so eloquently described. Uh, And boy, what a different time it is in America from when President Trump was in office and you in very pivotal positions there in the administration. Uh, Cash, you got to come back on again soon. New Yorkers love you, okay? you got to come back. (laughs) I'm going to take that as an open invite. I can't wait to come back soon. Thank you so much for having me on, and let me talk about my new book, Government Gangsters. Thank you. Bravo. Everybody, be sure to get this book. Wow, wow, wow. Some great stuff. Government Gangsters uh, from the great Cash Patel. Cash, thanks so much. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.